I reckon hamster blue should be a thing. Welcome to City Shoppo. This is a podcast where we work out what's the opposite of something that doesn't have a cold. Yeah! What doesn't have a cold? I have a cold, so... Yeah, I have a cold. Well, I don't think I have a cold. I think I have sawdust up my nose. I think there's a difference. I think my cold is made worse. I read a bit about how, like, vanilla is, like, the real price of Madagascar's vanilla bloom. And it's it's really depressing. It's like all these people are, like, you know... They're like starving to death because they're all growing vanilla and then gangs are like getting vanilla just so that we can have like, you know, ice cream. It's worrying. That's made my cold worse. Yeah, pretty much. Apart from mini baby bells, nobody wants them. No, we want them, but but, you know, the Dutch, they're Dutch, aren't they? It's fine. Are they? Are they all Dutch? Even the mini ones? Dutch people are quite tall. I'm sure they're not from Belgium. If they were from Belgium, they'd be covered in mayonnaise. Ooh, I, I have to say, right? I know everybody thinks that the Belgians are wrong. On this, they are not wrong. Getting a load of really nice fat chips and then just covering them in mayonnaise yeah, is amazing. I agree. I, I think that is a good thing. Oh, yeah. But you, you shouldn't be able to buy chips from a vending machine. That is true. You buy pizza from... I bought a pizza. Where was I? I was in um, Bruno, wherever that is. It's got no vowels apart from at the end. Yeah, B-R-N-O. Bruno. It's, li- it's literally like its own airport tag. <laughs> And and anyway, so I, I was there, and they had um they had a pizza vending machine, and was you could good? watch it. It had a window, so you could see it is a ball of dough, and it stretched it out, and it put the toppings on. And not really, no, it wasn't really it cooked made enough. it in front of you. Yeah, but behind a glass thing, like it was a you know chocolate machine. Exactly, <laughs> honk. The um wow, the robots really are taking over. Okay, so let's play the game. William wants to know, what is the opposite of trampolines? Oh, that's a good one. It's a good one. Now, Now, trampolines are not lady homeless people. (laughs) Let's just put that, set that straight to begin with. When do you reckon trampolines were first invented? You see, I think they're going to be ancient. The moment you get a bit of, like, cloth that big. So it, it depends. When was... You're basically asking... How big was the largest loom back in the day? Um, so, but no, because you can stitch things together. So I'm like, I reckon, I reckon the first recorded one, because I think there was trampolines before this. I think there was a lost civilization, Atlantis, full of trampolines. Right? Okay. But I reckon 16th century, so 1530. First trampoline-like life nets, like used by the firefighters to catch oh, people okay. jumping out. 1887. Circus people didn't really start using them until the very early 20th century, but even then they weren't trampolines. The first trampoline, 1936. Jesus. Yeah? That, I was five, 400 years out. You were quite a way out, but it, it, you've got to think about it because it's springs, isn't it? It's not the fabric that's stretchy on a, on a trampoline, it's the springs. So yeah, but, springs but that's, aren't that We've old. had, no, no, springs we had in the Iron Age. Coiled springs. That, yeah, well... Oh. You needed them. You needed them to like cut. Like I can't remember what you needed them for. It's like tweezers, I think. They have right. a little spring in them yeah, that yeah. opens up, which you need iron for. So tweezers came in with the Iron Age. So they, just... they were compression strings. Before then, eyebrows looked terrible. 
<laughs> so they were compression springs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so a trampoline is extension springs, I presume. I have uh, no idea. They were used to train astronauts how to walk in low gravity. No, they were used so they could film astronauts <laughs> and then pretend they were on the moon, Simon. Yes. By slowing down the footage. You're quite right. That is exactly how they went to the moon, is it? I will not argue with you to the death about Even that. Even though they didn't have the ability to film for that long unless it was a live broadcast, they still managed to pre-record it yeah. and then film the recording of it as a live broadcast because they didn't have the actual reels to There's a really good pre-record. documentary. Um, not not done as a parody or anything. It's done perfectly straight about how they faked the moon landings and got Stanley Kubrick to do it. And at the very end of it, Stanley Kubrick says, uh, but the only real way we could get the proper zero-gravity footage was to go to the moon. So we did that. <laughs> it's really funny. I think it's a Peter Jackson thing. Uh, okay. So what else do we know about trampolines? They're dangerous. They blow away in the wind when there's heavy wind in your yeah you get free if there's if you there's lots of posts that come up on facebook after a hurricane or a storm where it says i got a free trampoline Uh, I, I I think they look really ugly in people's garb. Yes, I do, but I think the fun negates the um the, the ugliness factor. A bit like having sex with Ray Winston. <laughs> He's not ugly at all, so that was a really bad example. <laughs> I walked past uh, someone's house and they, they didn't have a fence or anything. There's just a massive, ugly trampoline in their garden. And the kids were bouncing on it whilst standing on their scooters, which was pretty cool. Did they not feature a trampoline in a John Lewis ad last Christmas? I don't know. Dog. I don't watch John Lewis ads. What? How can you avoid John Lewis ads, oh man with a television? I don't watch commercial television very much. But you still have a TV. Well, I, I, I record things off commercial television and then fast forward through the adverts. Ah. Ah, I'm pretty sure there's a trampoline and a dog in the okay. latest Christmas John Lewis ads. Point is, Simon, it's a well. Oh, opposite a deep of a trampoline, well. it's a deep well. A wishing well, perhaps. But wishing well is like the saddest, the yeah. saddest thing to have in your garden, which is no fun because the only thing that happens with a wishing well is a dog falls down it and dies, <laughs> or a child, or a child. That is true. But there's nothing fun about a wishing well, and everybody's like, "Oh, put your money in the wishing well," and you're just like, "What sort of pagan are you?" There's not some sort of goblin god down there that's going to give me a tricycle. Tell you what, it's a good way to get money. If you put a wishing well on, on just outside your house near the pavement and just yeah, put but a few, then few, few coins in it, you're gonna get I, reckon, I reckon people are going to chuck money in there. It's like but that's, begging, that's but with water. Museums do. That's, I've been to like places like, I, th- I think like the Brighton Aquarium had a little sort of rock pool with no animals in it and you just meant to chuck money in it. And I was like, that gets cleared out. Yeah. Still got to leave a few in to make it look like they're not stealing your money. Like the pixies got, got your money and made you happy. <laughs> but yes, you're quite right. The opposite, William, of trampolines is a wishing well. Now, Kevin wants to know, what is the opposite of a tattoo? <gasps> As an ordinary tattoo. Have we not done tattoos? No, I thought we had, but we haven't. So I contend that there has never been a nice looking tattoo, ever. That's because you're a white skin purist. <laughs> it's 
make me sound like a, some sort of racist. Yeah. I think I really like the Jesus ones because of the irony. I like all the religious ones because in the Bible it says, do not get tattoos. It is bad. It? It's like bumming men. Yeah. Is that Leviticus? Leviticus? It's, literally the, it's literally like the same paragraph as do not have sex with the people of the same gender. It says, also, do not wear more than one type of fabric. And at the, at the same time, I think you're allowed to wear different types of fabric, but just don't go overboard. Don't wear silks and cotton. It's nasty. Yahweh was a very, you know, he's particular. But also, I think that was just about identity anyway. Just go, yeah, that bloke there, definitely Jewish. There you go. He's one of our lot. He's a good one. But it's also no tattoos at all. And that is why the Nazis, like, you know, tattooed... Uh, their victims is not only was it like a really hideous way of identifying people but also it was a real f you to their religious beliefs jewish people do not get to see the more you learn about hitler <laughs> the worse he gets i know you think there's a there's a there's a silly man who obviously has you know facial hair problems but no he wasn't he wasn't yeah Anyway, so, tattoos. What is the opposite of tattoo? Basically, a tattoo, right? Or a tattoo, if you want, is repeatedly stabbing yourself over and over again, thousands of times a minute. Usually it's somebody else. See, I really like tattoos. I I like the look, but I couldn't do it to me because I changed my mind. Well, I can't have pen on me. No, you you can't can't wear a watch, Simon. I can't wear a watch. It's not even... You can't have any sort of... To be fair, I can barely wear clothes. (laughs) (laughs) But that's more of a... a, I think think it's more of a... You can barely handle having hands at any given time and you just chop them off so that they don't get dirty would be your natural... I I do worry that I will chop my hands off with my table saw. Yeah, well, you, you've been making a workshop table thing, haven't you? Yeah, there was no no table saw involved in that, though. Okay, but uh, just a saw table? Shut up, is it? Okay. So... I, do, I do also worry that my nipples might fall off. That is a genuine concern. <laughs> I think you're right to be concerned. I don't I know why. That's... I don't need my nipples. But you might do. You might you might need them more than you think. I think a lot of men don't don't consider their nipples enough. You know um, the dream you have where your teeth fall out? I am aware of this dream. Yeah. I have a dream where my nipples fall off as well. They don't as, really at fall the same off. Time? They kind of... No. It's a different dream. They kind of almost just turn almost into Rice Krispies. And, and I, I sort of stroke them away and they, they fall away. Um, Ooh, which would like be cool X-Man. if it then grew another Rice Krispie, wouldn't it? You could just Simon. Put, Rice Krispie. Simon. Flip. You've got to be very careful because there are psychologists listening. <laughs> it is almost also uh, uh, an emergency question by Richard Herring. That is true. How how if you if your nipples were to fall off, how would they happen? See, I'd imagine your nipples, not mine, yours. <laughs> Don't imagine getting my slowly filled with like water. Oh god! And and then just getting longer and longer, like a frub. <laughs> Actually, no, not water. Actually, whatever's in fruit from our tray, <laughs> and then a li- and then and then yeah, and one of them bursting, and then from our tray going everywhere. Then you've got instead of nipples, just fruit tubes. Maybe that's what happened with the strawberry yogurt incident, and I didn't really want to admit it. Yeah, and for those who are interested, we will not be talking about the strawberry <laughs> yogurt incident. So tattoos, right? They. They are a permanent body modification. You get pierced at the same time, or you can do. You can have them anywhere you have skin. The worst place, apparently, is the top of the head and the soles of the feet. Anywhere where you've got, like, not much body fat is bad. Yeah. So you'd be fine, Simon. Fuck you. 
Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure because, I mean, it's basically you want to do something that wipes away memory. Well, I know what it is. It's not lasering, is it? No, no, it's... it's is it um, waxing? No, no, it's Swarfiga. What is Swarfiga? Swarfiga is like um, a hand wash, but like industrial strength hand wash that you use to get oil off your hands. It gets ah. anything off your hands, basically. It's amazing. I love it. But... I'd eat thing it with a spoon if I could. No, that's... Simon. Yeah. I know cleanliness is next to godliness, but that is a bit that's a bit evangelical of you. I I I'm I'm confuddled by that because it's only hands, so that's a trouble. Well no, you could you I could think use maybe, it on your face. No, you couldn't, could you? If you used it on your nipples, they'll go all dry and flake <laughs> off. <laughs> how about how about that really, really powerful mint body wash that you get and you put on your genitals by accident? Oh god. Yeah, that's that horrible hurts. that stuff. Yeah, mint cool. body wash. Yeah, I'll, I, I, I know what you mean. It's, it's got like a square label, a rectangle label with a hundred words in it, but mostly mint. Mint yes. will burn your penis, basically. <laughs> basically, so Kevin, the opposite of a tattoo no, I don't, is I don't... penis burning <laughs> mint, penis burning mint body wash. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so I want to know. You want to know. What is the opposite of wallop? Wallop. As See, in wallop. Now, I, I know, okay, so all that makes me think of is Bob Hoskins coming. <laughs> and I, that is entirely <laughs> down to a um, old podcast done by Phil Jupitus and Philip Wilding, which was called um, Phil and Phil's Perfect Ten, which I recommend you listen to. And on podcasts? that, for whatever reason, they had Bob Hoskins, because I believe he's an old BT advert, going, hello? And then... Yeah, he'd say the, wallop, I'm sure he would. Yeah, yeah, so he would He would literally, literally, if you want to hear what Bob Hoskins would be like coming, it'd be, hello, 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 wallop! Wallop. Oh, God, that's a horrible image. Especially if his nipples expand with froobs. I mean, this is the thing. If you're a lazy creature, because of all the porn and that, you know the sort of noises you can get away with in bed. But if you're a man creature, what you do, and it isn't isn't publicised very much in porn or anything else, you you can get around it by talking dirty. That is a thing. You can do that. That is a thing. But... but it requires a lot of performance and a lot of thought. And genuinely, most people forget what to say. They're like, oh, crisps. <laughs> there's, a, there's an episode of Seifeld about that, in fact. Is that? Excellent. Yes. Well, he, he says, uh, says something about laying, laying out your, your, your mother laying out your panties or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really bizarre thing, but very funny. Whereas ladies, we can do the you know the noises of getting in a hot bath, and that's fine. <laughs> or a cold shower. No, because that's more like ah. <laughs> yeah, hot okay, bath fair is... enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that sort of thing, like like a like a high pitch roll Paris. But you can't do that. You can't go unchika unchika if you're if you're a man well, because that's a uh, because you sound like Rolf Harris and that's yeah. got very disturbing connotations. Exactly. Everything has a service conversation. So literally, I'd say the majority, because you know what a hoe I am and how many people I've had sex with, it's like thousands. Um, <laughs> I wish it were. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, the genuine the genuine noise of your man is, oh, oh. <laughs> which isn't, <laughs> or, oh, it's not, it's not wallop. 
which it's is not wallop. No, it, it, we should say wallop. That is true. You should. We should just go wallop. So is it? Is the is the opposite <laughs> of wallop the noise of a man coming? <laughs> yes, it is. I'm banging the gavel, so to speak. So me, the opposite <sighs> of wallop is the sound of a man coming. Therefore, this week we have learnt that the opposite of trampolines is a deep wishing well, that the opposite of a tattoo is is a penis burning mid body wash, and the opposite of wallop is a man coming, the sound of a man coming. Stop it now and plug your other podcast. Well, um, I do, I do several. I do the British Museum member cast. The latest episode is all about, in fact, tweezers because it's about the Iron Age, and I've got Julia Farley, who is one of my favourite people on the planet, who will not talk about men coming. And uh, <laughs> although you I've have also... you have you have done a Z list about orgasms and yeah, masturbation, yeah, Z list Z list is there for you to listen to and download as well. So do that, please. Yes, go. Oh, and also, um, this afternoon, even though this won't be out this afternoon, if you want to download the uh, BBC's Making History, Izzy was on on uh, June 5th, she was. Yes. Are you so, referring yeah, yourself in June. third person? I did. Well done. Thank you. But yeah, um, BBC Making History, it's a podcast. Download I'll, I'll put it. a link to June that 5th. on the uh, Facebook group so you can have a look at it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Hello. Hello.